Welcome to the Navigating Cancer Together podcast. My name is Talea Dendi. I'm an 11-year cancer thriver, cancer doula, and owner of On the Other Side. I use my experience to help others get on the other side of cancer. Gaps between the guidance, emotional support, and education that are needed and what one receives can be huge. This podcast fills those gaps by sharing stories, resources, and information about all things related to cancer and wellness. I interview guests from all walks of life who are living with cancer, caregivers, and those who are thriving on the other side. Also, I talk with organizations, healthcare professionals, and experts in the health and wellness spaces who offer complimentary and integrative care. Join me. We are in this together. Disclaimer, the purpose of this podcast is to educate and to inform. The podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professionals and is not intended for the use in the diagnosis or treatment of individual conditions. Guests who speak in a podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Conclusions. Neither Talea Dendi, Navigating Cancer Together, On the Other Side LLC, nor any of its affiliates endorses, supports, or opposes any treatment option or other matter discussed in a podcast. The mention of any product, service, organization, activity, or therapy on a podcast should not be construed as an endorsement. Hello, everyone. This is Talea Dindi from OnTheOtherSide.life, and you're listening to the Navigating Cancer Together podcast, the show that has something for everyone facing cancer. Why? Because everyone is different with different needs, beliefs, and perspectives. Thank you for joining us for this episode. I encourage you to open your minds and your hearts. Today, our very special guest is Pamela McCullough. Pamela is a mom to a United States Marine and grandma to a beautiful 10-month-old baby boy. She is blessed to be a colon cancer and liver cancer survivor. Pamela is also a real estate broker, author of Midlife Cancer Crisis, as well as the host of the C-Free Cancer-Free podcast, and also manufactures her own organic towels. Pamela lives in Florida and travels a lot. She loves yoga, Jesus, and good conversation, something that we're going to have today. Pamela, thank you so much for joining us today and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure to have you. So two cancers, Pamela, please share how you learned that you had cancer and what was the first thing that crossed your mind when you heard those words? That's funny you ask that because people do ask, did you feel bad? I was always healthy. I grew up eating salads and being very thin and very active. So when I started getting the pain in the left side, I thought it was menopause. I thought, I don't want any part of this. I started getting a little thicker around the middle. So I really pushed it away until one morning I woke up and I couldn't breathe. The pain was so bad. And that's when I knew I had to call in sick, which is something I never did in my job. Called in sick and went to the doctor and After a few weeks, we realized it was colon cancer. You know, it was just like getting hit by a brick. 
very shocked. I'm happy you're doing much better now, Pamela. Can you please share with us what that staging experience looked like? What kind of test did you have to go through that kind of thing? Absolutely. So I went, I first went to my, my general doctor that day and he took blood work right away. And my white blood cells were very high. And I was just shocked because I've never, I broke a bone in my foot when I was like 11. That was the only thing that was ever wrong with me. But when I saw that the white blood cells were so high, I was starting to get scared. Because the weekend before, I went deep sea fishing in South Florida with friends. And I got home that night and I was bruised all up and down. My arms were bruised. And I thought, this fishing is harder on me than I thought. It really had nothing to do with that. It was that my blood cells were so crazy. So I didn't put the two and two together until I started getting tested. It went from female testing, ultrasound and CT scans to finally a colonoscopy, which is when I had the colonoscopy and I woke up and the doctor right there looked at me and he said, I found a tumor. And I'm 99% sure it's cancer. Wow. Did you happen to have someone with you at that time that kind yes. of helped take that in? <laughs> I, don't know. I had a team of, I had three girlfriends with me that practically okay. drugged me because I was like, I had to go to work. Uh-huh. I don't need to be going into the doctor. So I had one girlfriend at home with my son and three girlfriends took me. They were right there. And I told the doctor, I said, please call my girls in, call my yeah. girlfriends in. And so he called him in and he told them. It was almost a relief at that point because I had two weeks of testing, knowing that something was wrong with me at this point because I'm growing by the day at this point. So that's how we found out. That's a blessing that you were able to bring your friends with you and they were there to help support you because that is a big piece of information to take in. It's life-changing, as you know. And it was before COVID. So I was allowed to have people, the people that went through this during COVID times is just a whole nother, very sad story. Very sad. And that just does so much to one's mental health right there by itself. It's just like that isolation of being alone, going into these infusion centers, hospitals, and there's no one there to support you. It's awful. It is. It's a really awful thing. But hopefully we're over all that and that everybody can have somebody with them because we all need each other. That's the truth. Pamela, what got you through your experience with cancer? Oh my gosh. My kid was 13 and that's a tough time, right? In life. But he was stronger than I was. Mm -hmm. He said, you're going to go to work. You're going to, at first I fought getting chemo. I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I didn't want to, the thought of dying skinny and old and bald was not going to happen in my life. I wasn't going to do it. So anyway, of course I ended up doing it, but a lot of it was because of him and my warrior team that I had surrounded myself with. My kids said, you're going to go to work. This is life as usual in this home between him and my sisters who took such good care of me. And Jesus Christ, my faith in God is what literally got me through, not spiritually, but was the rock that pushed me to do all of this stuff. Because there were some not so pleasant things that occurred. 
Yeah, I can only imagine. And those are two major types of cancer. All cancer is terrible, but liver and colon, that's a heavy load. Thankfully, you had such a wonderful son to support you. Even at the age of 13, he was very mature. You had your friends. Pamela, could you tell us a little bit about how your experience was with the healthcare system at that time? Absolutely. And if you don't mind, I'll just preface a little bit. Sure. The colon cancer, I had a lot of, I joke to people that I have a lot more of it with because they took a lot of things that were full of cancer out of me. And then I was double dosed with chemo. And it wasn't until I was declared cancer free a year later, I was declared cancer free for about three days. And my oncologist had read a report wrong. A year later is when they found it in my liver. Talk about the height of the low. It was just, it was a nightmare. It was like I was living in my own nightmare. And I do have to say, though, that even though that happened and it was a really bad thing, and I had to go in for liver surgery and get half of my liver out, but I still wouldn't change my health care. Florida Hospital, which is now Advent in Santa Florida, they were awesome. There were some mistakes, but were people. There's no perfection and anything that humans do because we're human. He was great. The healthcare, the hospitals were great. I had the best insurance because I worked for a very large hotel company for almost 20 years. The hotel company with the H. Oh, um, yeah. And because of that, <laughs> because of that, I was totally taken care of. There are some flaws, but that's just life. I love your outlook on that because things happen in the medical healthcare field. Someone's getting training for something, something's missed. And of course, that is that person's right to be upset, but they carry that for so long. That's true. That's true. And if there was something negligent on purpose, that's That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But if somebody's making a mistake that really cares, I'm not the judge. Pamela, how are you doing today health-wise? Have you, if you're willing to share, have you experienced any latent side effects from the cancer treatment that you received? Okay, so thanks for asking. I feel great. Good. I feel really good. I've always been a yogi. I really got into doing hot yoga when I was going through the chemo because I wanted to sweat the chemo out. So hot yoga is one of my go-to exercises. I think it's really good for people. If you can do it, I urge you to try it. And I'm feeling really good. I do have some neuropathy yet in my fingers and in my feet because I was on double dose of some really nasty poison. <laughs> but, yeah. but other than that, I feel really good. I think the only thing that I do have to say I suffer from at times would be survivor's guilt. I have a touch of that. My daughter-in-law, mom, and I got sick at the same time and she didn't make it. Sorry to so, hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have some of that in different instances when I hear people that don't make it. And that's when I push harder to try to make a difference because yeah. I have got to do something to help others and that went before me and to try to speak for them as well. To that point, Pamela, would you like to go into a little more detail about your why and what your purpose was to fight and face cancer? Yes. Okay. I (laughs) have a couple ways to answer that. But the first one is that when I was going under the knife for the liver, my doctor, my oncologist said, you have to get it out and you have to get it out right now. We're going to resect the liver. And I could not imagine going under surgery again. And that's when I just prayed. God, Jesus Christ got me through that surgery. So I went in and the surgeon said, and I looked at him and I said, just tell me. I said, 
what are my chances of getting through this? And he looked at me so sad and he said 50-50 and he was being nice, obviously. I looked at him and I thought, "Uh uh-huh. And after the surgery, about a week later, I was going in for post-op and I put lipstick on and a dress and little heels. And I went in there and I said to him, my God does not do statistics. So I don't want you to ever tell anybody that again, because people listen. And I said, please look at me. Of course, it was a struggle to get in there, but uh, but I did it. And so I think one of my whys is that God can do anything. And if he says, Pamela, tell that mountain to move, that mountain can move if I believe it. So that was part of my why. And then of course, my son, I had to finish raising him. That's right. Thank you so much for sharing that, Pamela. What can you share with others recently diagnosed with cancer? Also, what are some things individuals specifically diagnosed with colon and liver cancer? What are some things they should be aware of? Okay, great. If you're newly diagnosed, the statistics now are so good. More people are surviving cancer than are not surviving cancer. And you can Google those statistics because they are getting better all the time. So you have more resources right now than I did and more than anybody 50 or 20 years ago. So get out there and embrace it and just do the best you can. Like with anything in life that gets thrown at you, you can come out a survivor. Colon and liver, is it's tough. Um, They're both tough because, you know, you're really sick when you have either one of these. But as a stage four liver cancer survivor, I just want to tell you, I'm here right now, eight years later, and I do everything I want to do. I eat what I want to eat. I do everything. I travel. I'm successful. I'm happy. So again, if I can do it, anybody can. Thank you, Pamela. Why do you believe people go through illness? Why? I don't think that God puts it on us. I don't think he says, you've been bad, so you're going to get this. That's a tough question. It's a good question and a tough one. For me, I can speak personally. For me, I think God allowed me to go through it so that I could share with people his peace, his love and his peace. If anybody shouldn't be here, it's me. I was really, I was not supposed to make it twice, but I did. So there is some type of learning and growth that's involved I just have to, I just have to believe that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Most of the time, I would say 99% of the time people come out totally different once they get through cancer. And it is, it definitely is a learning experience, definitely in the areas of faith, patience, all of those things that we sometimes lack (laughs) in our day-to-day lives. Yeah, it really grows you up. That's for sure. Yeah. And it causes ripple effects, something that I didn't think was that important you know, somebody else heard and they got something good out of it. And then they shared something good with somebody else. And I think it changed me, but I think it's helped me to change others too. That's a blessing. Pamela, please tell the audience about your podcast, See Free, Cancer Free, and what they can expect from listening to your podcast. Oh, I love this little podcast. (laughs) I started it. I love podcasts and I have a lot of favorites and I listen in the car and at the gym and I wanted to do something where people didn't have to commit for 30 minutes or 20 minutes or even an hour. So what I do is I do two minutes a day of positivity. I'll do a Bible verse or a recipe or a prayer or something silly one time back in the early days, I'm on my fourth year. So back in the early days, I just did silly jokes and puns. So you know, anything that can make you laugh and to make you forget 
what you're fighting for a few minutes. So I like to tell people, tell your Alexa to turn on the C-Free Cancer-Free Podcast when you're making your coffee, or better yet, I urge you to make lemon juice. (laughs) So every morning I squeeze the juice of a lemon into a glass of water and it cleanses your body for the whole day. It pH balances, cleanses your stomach, your liver, your kidneys, and gets your day off started really good. So that's a great time to tune into my podcast. Wonderful. I have personally listened to many episodes and I love it. Like Pamela said, it's a great opportunity to take a couple of minutes for yourself and get some really great and encouraging information from Pamela. Where can they find your podcast? My podcast is just about on every platform you can imagine, Spotify, Apple, all the good ones. And I do want to say something. I do not get any funding. So in other words, there's no commercials. I started out doing a little commercial in the middle. And then I thought, no, if they don't want to listen to the whole commercial, they're not going to hear the end of the thing. So I do this out of love. There's no monetization. So go ahead and pick it up. You're not going to lose anything by listening to it. Wonderful. Pamela, why did you write your book, Midlife Cancer Crisis? And what is the main message of the book? When I first got sick with colon cancer, a friend of mine sent me a book from a wonderful person named Joe Fournier. He's out of Dallas, and he went through stage four melanoma. This man went through heck and back, and his family called hospice in. He was in hospice. They gave him two days to live. And that was about 15 years ago. Since then, of course, he's still here and he wrote the book. When I read that book, I thought, this man was dying. He can make it. I can make it. The book is wonderful. And it talks about his faith in Jesus, all of the reasons why he was saved. And I kept thinking, if I live through this, I'm going to write a book like he did because he gave me the encouragement to answer you. I wrote the book to give hope and encouragement to anybody going through cancer, because it's not a death sentence. I agree. Thank you so much, Pamela, for all that you do to support others with cancer. It is, especially for someone like you and I, who had never been sick before, it's a big change. So having people like you who put out positive, helpful, informative information makes it a lot easier. Thank you so much. I have to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Did you ever, I remember I used to say, I don't do needles. Oh, yeah. Before cancer. Now, you know, my arm is out before they get in the room. (laughs) Your life changes when you are diagnosed with cancer. That's true. Pamela, before we end, I like to ask my guests two questions. The first one is, what is something that you've learned in life that you would like to share with the audience if you have not already shared it? You can do anything through Christ who strengthens you. I went into a surgery where I didn't think I was going to make it out. And there was plenty of all five of the doctors thought that I may not make it out either. But I did it because God was right there holding me up. So I've learned that you're not alone in this life. You have your creator with you every step of the way if you ask him. So true. Thank you for sharing that. Pamela, what is next for you? I have a product that I manufacture and it's growing. So my next step is just to take that to the next level and maybe I'll retire in 10 years or so. I'm not ready yet. I'm just 58. I'm thinking maybe 70. You're still young. (laughs) That's right. Pamela, is there anything else that you would like to share before we end today? I would like to go back. Please tell the audience where they can find your book. My apologies. 
Absolutely. So the podcast, again, is just about on everything. It's the free cancer free podcast. And my book, Midlife Cancer Crisis, can be found on Amazon. And I also have a webpage for both of those items. And it's seefreecancerfree.com. Thank you, Pamela. And anything else you want to share before we wrap up? No, I just so appreciate you and what you do for the community. We're all in this together and people need people. So I appreciate you very much. Thank you, Pamela. And I echo everything that you've just said. I appreciate you as well. And very happy that our paths crossed. Me too. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you too. Before we end today, I would like to give a shout out to the listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, follow, or subscribe so that you can easily find my podcast and listen again. That is it for this Wednesday. And until next time, let's keep navigating cancer together. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Navigating Cancer Together. I hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed the show, please share or tell your friends and family about it. For notes from the show and previous episodes, visit ontheotherside.life and check out the podcast section. I would love it if you joined us for the next episode. Talk to you soon.